Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm excited today because guess what? We're coming to the conclusion of Joseph, uh, the price of the anointing. And guess what? This is the conclusion. This is how it all is going to play out. Let me tell you something. God can work wonders. Trust in the name of Jesus. Remember this, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind as well. I want to tell you, I'm love you. I'm praying for you. I'm asking God to bless you, uh, not just in 2023, but to bless you for your entire life. Let me tell you something. All things are possible to him that believe it. I want to say i like to thank you all for taking time out your busy world to hear what the Lord has placed on my heart. And I want to tell you, I appreciate you. I thank you so much from the depths of my heart. You just don't know how valuable you are to me. You keep me hungry. keep me thirsty for the word of God. Hallelujah. Gives me a uh, meaning to just to get up and be excited and be encouraged about what's going on in my life in the world. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. If you listen to the podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Transistor FM, I want to say thank you. I thank you for taking time out your busy life to hear what the Lord has placed on uh, my heart and mind. And so uh, i like to give honor to you by just acknowledging the places where the podcast show has been heard, because guess what? All God needs is one person to believe in him, trust him. And guess what he can do? He can use that person. He can use anybody because guess what? No one is above using by God. Guess what? People may count you out, but God will never count you out. God is a promise keeper. He keeps his promises. He fulfill all the things that he said he's going to do. You can trust in that name, but also you listen to the podcast. I would like to thank the country of Brazil because country of Brazil now is part of the family. Welcome aboard Brazil. Guess what? Danny Hampton's going to be praying for you because you're a part of the family. And this proved once again that what I'll be teaching the kingdom of God in relationship with the Holy Spirit, that is really reality. What happens in Chicago happens everywhere else. So uh, I'd like to thank the United States of America. I'd like to thank the state of Illinois, which is my home state. I reside in the city of Chicago. I'd like to thank uh, some states in uh, in the United States. I thank the state of Illinois, the state of Texas, the state of Massachusetts, the state of Florida, the state of South Carolina, the state of New York, the state of New Jersey, the state of Indiana, the state of Ohio, the state of Colorado, the state of California, the state of Alabama, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Minnesota, the state of Maryland, the state of Virginia, the state of Tennessee, the state of Michigan, the state of North Carolina. North Carolina, the state of Missouri, the state of Georgia, the state of Connecticut, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Arkansas, the state of Oklahoma, the state of North Dakota, the state of Kentucky, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, and the state of Arizona. But guess what? I keep trying to say the kingdom of God is international. What happens here happens everywhere. So I thank these countries. I thank the country of Australia, the country of Spain, the country of Germany, the country of Singapore, the country of Sweden, the country of Russia, the country of Canada, the country of South Africa, the country of Nigeria, the country of the United Kingdom. The country of Iran, the country of the Philippines, the country of Japan, the country of Poland, the country of Hong Kong, the country of Thailand, the country of Puerto Rico, the country of Luxembourg, the country of Iraq, the country of India, the country of Indonesia, the country of Finland, the country of Ecuador, the country of Algiers, the country of Brazil, the country of Uganda, the country of Turkey, the country of Slovakia, the country of Oman, the country of New Zealand, the country of Norway, the country of Mexico, the country of Morocco, the country of Ireland, the country of Chile, the country of Switzerland, the country of Belize, and the country of Belgium. But guess what? I keep trying to tell you this family is a big family. Now, just if you listen to the podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor, FM, whatever your host station. But guess what? For the family that watch on Facebook, I want to tell you, I thank you for your love and support. I thank you for always being there. 
watching and sending beautiful messages telling me amen i thank every last one of you for all your comments and for those who watch the prayers on TikTok and say i like and, and send compliments i thank you and i praise god for you and so i like to thank these places uh that watch on facebook i like to thank the united states of america the country of nigeria the country of Ghana, the country of the Philippines, the country of India, the country of Bangladesh, the country of Kenya, the country of South Africa, the country of Cameroon, and the country of Liberia. But guess what? I want to thank some cities as well. I want to thank the city of Chicago. I'd like to thank the uh, the city of New York, New York, Accra, Ghana, Nairobi, Kenya, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I'd like to thank Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. I want to say I thank you for your support. I thank you always boy it's such encouraging to, to know that god can make a family that's what god is going to do as we conclude talking about joseph that god is going to build a family and he's when they go down like i said they 70 in number but when they come out now it's going to be for some years when they come up when they come out they're going to be a million or two people and you're going to see how god worked his miracle and now he built the family one by one and guess what god is god is meticulous he's precise to what he's doing so if god is working on you he's working on he's precise and meticulous he's going to make sure that it's perfection to its fullest did you hear that and so i just want to let you know that i appreciate you and i love you now if you watch the prayers on tiktok i got a morning prayer and i got a night prayer called night watch the night watch is uh when it gets when it gets crazy that's when the enemy begins to use doubt and make you feel like man i don't even want to get up in the morning he makes you feel like man everything is just a waste of time i don't know what to do i don't know what's happening so i got some places i want to thank for uh, i like to thank the united states of america the country of nigeria i like to thank the uh, city of houston the city of dallas city of chicago city of atlanta city of pittsburgh city of miami i want to thank you for uh just uh showing your love and support i'm asking god to bless you Take whatever's going on in your world and turn it around. Boy, stay encouraged. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we just give you the glory, all honor due into your holy name. Father, I pray that your word today will encourage someone, Father, just to trust you a little bit further, knowing that you have work in their life, that whatever is going on, whether it's negative, whether it is what is family, whether whatever it is, Father, that they're going through, Father, that you would aid them, that you would help them, that you would show for them and that they would see that your wonderful saving powers are real. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. We're going to start out in Genesis, Genesis 48. And guess what? We're going to get to the conclusion of it because I want to move on to uh, start talking about David. I'm not even talking about Moses. I don't know. I'm asking the Holy Spirit direct me i'm asking for him to nudge me let me know if i'm going to talk about moses i'm going to talk about uh david we're going to be talking about a lot of different people in this series about the price of anointing because i want you to know that god wants to use you god has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for your life and it's the reason why i'm doing it back back people and by their names so to show you that their lives was just just as your lives their lives was just as your life they were just ordinary people that just trusted in an invisible god that work wonders in their lives, just as he is doing for you and me. So let's start out in Genesis 48. One day, not long after the word came to Joseph, your father is failing rapidly. So Joseph went to visit his father and he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. When Joseph arrived, Jacob was told, your son had come to see you. So Jacob gathered his strength and sat up in the bed. Understand this, Jacob's getting ready to make that transition. 
He knows that God is letting him know it, that he's getting ready to make that transition. That's what's getting ready to happen. Understand that God has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for your life. Don't you be discouraged. Don't you give up. Trust in God. God can do it. Don't give up. Hang in there because God is a wonderful God. Now, check it out. Now, Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and bless me. He said to me, I will make you fruitful and will multiply of a nation and I will give this land a canon to your descendants after you and an everlasting possession. Now I am claiming as my own son these two boys, your Ephraim and Manasseh, who were born here in the land of Egypt before I arrived. But any children born to you in the future will be your own, and they will inherit the land within the territories of their brothers, Ephraim and Manasseh. Now, check it out. This is what I mean about speaking blessings over your children's life. Because guess what? What Jacob is getting ready to do, or Israel, he's getting ready to bless his kids because he knows he's getting ready to transition. And he knows that his father blessed him just as his father's father blessed him. Let me tell you some prayer of your children. Speak the word of God over them. Speak blessings over their life. Let God know. Let your children know that God has a purpose and a destiny for them. Be excited for your children. Don't let them give up on their dreams and hopes and aspirations. Fight for them in faith. Pray for them. Ask God to bless them. Check it out. Here we go. He said this. Long ago, as I was returning from Padaram, Rachel died in the land of Canaan. We were still on the way some distance from Ephrat. That is in Bethlehem. So we, with great sorrow, I buried her there beside the Ephraite. Then Jacob looked over at the two boys. Are these your sons? He asked. This was Joseph. Joseph said yes. Told, told him then their, 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 their names. The sons of God had given me here in Egypt. He said, hey, this is the blessing that God had gave me while I was in Egypt. God was looking out for me. And this is what he did. Check it out. And Jacob said, bring them closer to me so I can bless them. Then Jacob was half blind because of his age and could hardly see. So Joseph brought the boys close to him and Jacob kissed and embraced them. Then Jacob said to Joseph, I never thought I would see your face again, but now God had let me see your children too. Joseph moved the boys who were at their grandfather's knees and he bowed with his face to the ground. Then he positioned the boys in front of Jacob with his right hand and he directed Ephraim towards Jacob's left hand and with his left hand he put Manasseh at Jacob's right hand but Jacob crossed his arms as he reached out to lay his hands on the boys head, and he put the right hand on the head of Ephraim though he was a younger boy and he left the hand the left hand on the head of Manasseh though he was the firstborn then he blessed Joseph and said May God, this is the blessing, understand this. What you're seeing is that Christ is coming. Adam was the first man. This thing about the hand switching is symbolic to let you know that Jesus Christ is coming to redeem a fallen world, a fallen mankind, because Jesus is going to be the second Adam. Here we go. May God before whom my grandfather Abraham and my father Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life, to this very day, the angel who has redeemed me from all harm, may he bless these boys and may they preserve my name and the name of Abraham and Isaac and may their descendants multiply greatly throughout the earth. But check this out. Joseph's going to get upset because he don't understand. 
what what Jacob is doing. Jacob is only doing what the anointing is telling him to do. And here we go. Now check it out. I want you to see. I want you to see it. But verse nineteen. But here we go. Right, verse seventeen, rather. But Joseph was upset when he saw that his father placed the right hand on Abraham's head. So Joseph lifted to move it from Abraham's head to Manasseh's head. No, my father, he said, this is one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused. Trust God. Let me tell you something. Trust the Holy Spirit. Trust him. Because guess what? He ain't going to lead you wrong. He's the spirit too. That's the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you. Here we go. But his father refused. He said, I know, my son. I know, he replied. Manasseh will also become a great people. But the younger brother will become even greater. Because Jesus Christ is going to become greater. Did you hear that? Jesus Christ is going to become greater. Hallelujah. I want you to know that. That Jesus Christ is going to be greater than the first Adam. He's going to redeem a fallen mankind. He's going to restore you back to right relationships as children of God. So Jacob blessed the boys that day with his blessing. The people of Israel will use your name. And when they give a blessing, they will say, may God make you as prosperous as Ephraim. Manasseh in the way. Jacob put Ephraim's hand on Manasseh. Then Jacob said to Joseph, look, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and will take your take you back to Canaan, to the land of your ancestors. And beyond what I have given your brothers, I am giving you an extra portion of the land that I took from the Amorites with my sword and bow. Let me tell you something, boy, he, he, he going off. Understand this. In Genesis 49, he's going to be blessing all his children. But I want to conclude this. I, I, I don't want to keep you going on. So we're going to roll into Genesis 50. Because guess what? Uh, actually, we're going to... I, 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 I want to talk about Jacob's death. Let's go. So let's go to Genesis 49, verse 29. Here we go. Then Jacob instructed them, soon I will die. Enjoy my ancestors. Bury me with my father and my grandfather in a cave in the field of Ephron on the Hittites. This is the cave that Phil of Mahat and Maran Canaan and Abraham bought from Ephron, the Hittites, a permanent burial site. Then Abraham and his wife Sarah were buried there. Then Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried there. I buried Leah. It is a plot of land, the cave that my father, my grandfather Abraham bought from the Hittites. When Jacob finished this change to his sons, he drew his feet into the bed and breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. Did you hear that? I want you to see what happened. Now, you know that Jacob was forced to marry Leah to get Rachel. But did you see he was buried with her because along the way, through life trials and tribulation, he began to love Leah. He began to realize that she was his wife, his first wife. And guess what? Just as his father was buried with his wife, just as his grandfather was buried with his wife, he was buried with Leah. Did you hear that? He wanted to be just in line with God's vision and plan. Remember this. God said, when a man leave his father and mother, he should cleave unto his wife and they should become one. Now let's roll into Genesis 50. Now Joseph threw himself on his father and wept over him and kissed him. Then Joseph told the physicians who served him to embalm his father's body. So Jacob was embalmed. The embalming process took the usual 40 days and Egyptians mourned his death. For 70 days. Did you hear that? 70 days. They went down there. 70 days. They mourned for Jacob. Did you hear? Everybody mourned for him because guess what? God was with him. Hallelujah. Check it out. Hallelujah. I want you to see. Let's go verse 4. 
And when the period of mourning was over, Joseph approached the Pharaoh. Advised and said, please do me this favor and speak to the Pharaoh on my behalf. Tell him that my father made me swear an oath that he said to me, listen, I am about to die. Take my body back to the lands of Canaan and bury me in my tomb. I prepare for myself. So please allow me to go and bury my father at this burial and I will return with, without delay. Did you hear that? Joseph was sold into Egypt. He couldn't just leave. He had to get permission even to do this for his father. But let me tell you something. Joseph was a visionary. Boy, he makes a plan for his life too. Hallelujah. Check it out. I want you to see it. Here we go. Let's go down to verse six. And the Pharaoh agreed to Joseph's request. Go and bury your father. And he made you a promise, he said. So Joseph went up to bury his father. He was accompanied by all the Pharaoh's officials, all the senior members of the Pharaoh household, and all the senior officers of Egypt. And Joseph also took his entire household and his brothers in their household, but they left their children and their flocks and herds in the land of Canaan. A great number of chariots and charioteers accompanied Joseph. Did you could you see this procession, this funeral procession for Jacob? You see that? All them people come. Hallelujah. But God will bless you. You keep on serving God. Don't worry about what people are doing. Keep serving God. God can take care of you. Did you see what? Did you see that? Everybody, every dignitary, everybody following Joseph the bear check. Here we go. Now check it out. Let's go on verse 10. And when they arrived at the threshing floor at that near the Jordan rivers, they held a great and solemn memorial service with seven day period of mourning for Joseph's father. The local residents and the Canaanite watched them mourn at the threshing floor at that. And then they remained to that place, which is near the Jordan, to Abel Zimranth. For they said, this is a place of deep mourning for these Egyptians. So Jacob's son did as he was commanded them. They carried his body to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field. Did you hear that? that what he said, they did it. They brought him that this is the cave of Abraham. He bought a permanent burial site from the Ephraim, the Hittites. Did you hear that? And let me tell you something as we conclude. I want to tell you that, guess what? What happened to Joseph and his brothers, guess what? They were even more petrified because guess what? They thought that Joseph was only being nice because the father was alive. Boy, they was expecting, guess what? They were expecting to get in there. But let me tell you something. God is full of mercy and grace. Let me tell you something, the Ark of the Covenant, where the mercy seat is. This is a replica of the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat. Understand this, God has mercy for you and me. Hallelujah. Understand this, he had mercy for them boys. Check it out. Here we go. Let's go verse 14. And after the burial of Jacob, brothers returned to Egypt with his brothers and all whom had accompanied him to his father's burial. But now that their father was dead, Joseph's brothers became fearful. Now Joseph will show his anger and pay us back for all the wrong we did to him, they said. So they sent the message to Joseph before your father died. He instructed us to say to you, please forgive your brothers for this great wrong they did to you, for their sins is treating you so cruelly. So we, the servants of God, of your father, beg you to forgive our sins. Check it out. You talking about forgiveness. I'm going to do a special about Mark chapter 11, understand that forgiveness is something that, guess what? It's a must-be-done deal. Now, check it out. Now, when they, now they, 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 they terrified. Dad gone. Joseph, he going to get us. But guess what? Joseph got none but love for his brothers. Check it out. He loved them dearly, just as God loves you. Did you hear that? Check it out. I want you to see it. Here we go. 
But Joseph replied, do not be afraid of me. I am, I am God that God, he said, do not be afraid of me. Am I God that can punish you? Did you say he ain't God? I ain't got a reason to do anything to you. Hallelujah. Here we go. You intended to do harm to me, but God intended for the good. He brought me into this position so I could save the lives of my people. No, do not be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. Did you hear that? You're talking about forgiveness and mercy. Now let's conclude. Here we go. So Joseph and his brothers and their families continued to live in Egypt. Joseph lived to the age of 110. He lived to see three generations of his descendants of his sons, Ephraim. And he lived to the first birth of the children of Manasseh, son of Machar who he claimed as his own son. Soon I would die, Joseph told his brothers, but God would surely come to help you and lead you out of the land of Egypt. He would bring you back to the land he solemnly promised to give to Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath and say, when God comes to help you and lead you back, you must take my bones. So Joseph died at 110 and the Egyptians abominated him. And his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? Hey, don't leave me here. I'm going back. Because guess what? His whole hope was to go back home to be with his dad. Did you hear that? And to be with his family where he came from. And guess what? He said, God going to come back. Understand this. Right now, for that person who felt like that God has forgotten him, he ain't forgot about you. He coming. He right around the corner. Keep looking for him. Keep praying to him. Keep praising him. And he will deliver you from that. Let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I ask you to bless your people all around the world today, that you show them your good treasures of heaven, that you open doors for them that no man can shut. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind. It's what I love you. Have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed Saturday.